Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles podcast is starting real soon. All right, make your parents proud. Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin. I'm here with an amazing guest who we are meeting now for the first time. We both have uh, brand new white shoes on, so you know we know something. Soulmates. Yeah, right? Whoa, that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Forget it, because soul feet. Oh, boy. That joke had layers. (laughs) We should be wearing some because it's cold out. Okay, we're having fun. (laughs) Vanessa Johnson is here. Um, I actually, I'm trying to think when, I think we met one time at the cellar. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was in New York. I was doing Carolines on Broadway and I'd never been to the cellar and it was always like that cool place. Like I feel like the cellar for every other comic, it sounds like the mystery land of all the secrets. And yeah. like when I go to New York, I want to go to the cellar and be with the cool people. And I'd never been there before and I walked into the restaurant and I didn't know by this whole table thing that apparently there's like a table in this restaurant that's so like famous or something. You were sitting at the famous table, right? I don't know if I was. I think you were at the famous table. It was like you and Nikki and like a couple people. And I don't know how I know. I think Nikki and I are just Instagram friends. So I said hi to her and that's when we met. Yeah. Um, when you go to a place like that, like a place where that you think has so much history and is the cool spot do you build it, build it up in your head before oh. you go and you tell yourself how you're going to act and all that? And and do you feel like you can be yourself in those situations? Because, you know, I, you know, coming to L.A., I kind of feel that the same way. Like if I'm like the other night I was on Theo Vaughn's show. And it's the first time he ever saw me do stand up. Uh-huh. So when you're from afar and you don't you put it so much on a pedestal. Do you feel that when you? Come, yeah. yeah, I you know, I think I can be myself. For sure. I can be myself, but when I'm around, like, and when I'm in a new place that I have a lot of respect for, I get very quiet. Because I'm like, all right, I want to be But why do we put respect on something that if we were there two more days, we wouldn't even think about the respect? Like, why do we build things up? I don't know. I still have that with the improv. Like, I, there is this, I think a lot of it comes from documentaries. So, like, I, there's this comedy documentary and all these comics were talking about the improv, the Hollywood okay, improv. Yeah. And it was like Sarah Silverman and Jerry Seinfeld. They're like, this is where all the comics made their debut. And this is the legendary stage. And I remember as a new comic, just every time I saw the improv stage, I was like, that's like oh, the holy grail, the holy grail stage. And still six years later, every time I step on this stage, I'm like, I can't believe I'm on this stage. It's just crazy. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. And sometimes I'll be on that stage. I'll have two shows on that stage in one night in the big room. And I'm like, how the fuck am I here right now? This is insane. And then you get in your head, you're like, wait, do I deserve to even be on this stage? Like, do my feet deserve, do my souls deserve to be on this fucking stage? Yeah. And, and look, there's, there's beauty in that because it keeps you like, I guess, grounded and it keeps you motivated because you don't think you're deserving. But then on the other hand, you might not be as relaxed or as good of a comic because yeah. you're like, I don't, whoa, look at this. Like, and everything you know, but the anxiety, I always tell people, they're like, how do you do it? And I was like, well, the anxiety is built up before I get on stage. And then I honestly think that energy, like, I, I get more zoned in when I'm on stage because my anxiety is so high. Uh-huh. And because my anxiety is high, I really do think it, like, puts on this, like, force field where, like... um I don't know, like where like the audience wants to pay attention to me more because inside I have so much shit going oh. on. I don't know. Maybe so I'll... you're you're like stressed out. You know, you can change your, oh. your your laptop to the settings. It doesn't do that. Oh, how? Uh, if you go to settings, 
Should I do it right now? <laughs> sure. Display. Oh my god! Thank you. Okay, where's the quick, yeah, yeah. where's the quick time? So I told you, I just touched it and I just no, feel my way great. there. No, you did great. That was beautiful. I did like it was a journey. Maybe, yeah, no, you, 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 I, you might need to clip that out of the fucking. Episode. I think we're gonna keep it. I think it's just gonna be us like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going somewhere. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, but oh, yeah. the anxiety of getting on stage. I okay. So, I do feel like I have this weird curse where. Whenever I feel like I have a very important show, like one of those like career defining things, I feel like something fucked always happens right before. So like I remember fucked how though like in like your some, personal someone life. Someone always like, oh. weird comes up to me right before I go on stage. Something always happens right before I step on stage. So I remember I was at the improv and I had a really big show. Someone important was in the room, and I was like, "This is very important." And as I'm waiting, they're about to call my name. This girl walks up to me and she's like, "So who did you fuck to get on this show?" And who did you? You know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not giving away my list. Yeah. No, but I was very, I was very upset. I was upset because this girl wasn't being a bitch. She was like genuinely curious. What a fucking. Which made me so, head. what made me so mad. Cause I'm like, how dare she? How dare she think that you can fuck your way onto the Hollywood improv stage? Like, cause I have so much esteem for the stage. Like the thought that you think you can fuck your way onto the stage I was more mad about the disrespect to comedy than the disrespect to me. That this girl thinks is even like an option. And also I'm like, dude, if you could fuck your way onto a stage, every sh- most shows you look at a show, it's like what? 20 dudes and like maybe a girl, maybe a girl on a show. If you could fuck your way on a stage, every show would be 20 girls and one dude. Yeah. You also know? that girl is, uh, she's jealous of you. She probably one. no, but I'm just saying like tell it to the people. Yeah, she's so jealous of your beauty. <laughs> no, but like you are a good-looking girl. I mean, mm. that, I'm sure, but like women bringing other women down because you're attractive. Like obviously, it couldn't be your jokes. You know, like it's it's just your looks, and you probably get a lot of shit from other women where they're jealous or they're. I think comics in general, dude. Like yeah, it's. I remember when I first. But started, you would think women should should be a little less than than the men, like right. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I think at the end of the day, if if you're a comic and you're not where you want to be, if you see someone who's who's becoming successful, you want to justify in your mind that that person's becoming successful not because they're more talented than you, yeah, but because of some other thing, right? Like I see it even happen in male comics. Oh. That guy, the only reason why he's successful now is because his dad was famous. Or, oh, the reason why he's because he's friends with the right person. Like, no one wants to just yeah, be like, never, hey, they're funny. It's never because uh, he fucked. Who did you fuck? No, but it's, no just, it's just a way. I know, I know, you know, I know. It's just I'm a fucking thing. around. I'm fucking around. But it's, it's just, just a funny for too. people to go. Like, they want to, people, when, they, when people see someone start becoming successful, yeah. they want to justify that that person doesn't deserve it because otherwise they have to look at themselves and be like, damn, maybe I need to get better. For sure. You know, it's like a it's like a deflection. So I don't take it personally anymore. I Except used for to. that time. Well, right no, it was just like, stage. it was just me. It made me so angry. And then I literally like, Vanessa Johnston. And I was like, I had all this anger yeah. in me. And I got on stage. And you know, like, when you're in a bad mood and you step on stage, people, the audience is like, why, are they so, why is she so mad at us? Why is this comic so angry for no reason? And I think at the time, I didn't feel, and this is where, like what you said earlier about it being a steam stage, like where you feel like you can't let go. If I was at a bar show, I would not, I would go on stage and be like this fucking cunt in the back. thinks I fucked onto this fucking shit show. Like I would fuck someone to like sit here 
with people making beer in the back. Like I would have said something, you know, but I'm like, this is the Hollywood improv stage. <laughs> I know. And this was a couple of years ago and I was definitely, this is when I just started getting booked on the, on the improv in the factory and all those clubs. So when you, I mean, I'm sure with you, like when you start, when you do those shows, like, or the seller or whatever, you're like, I have to fucking I didn't get past at the seller. I, I had an audition and I, it's exactly, I had a good set, uh-huh. whatever. I've talked about it on here before, but I think, but, uh, I had a good set, but I was like in my head about it. So I went like right into my shit. Right. And like I really performed. And like instead of like something, you know, I should have been like, oh, look at the room or connect with. I always make sure to do that, especially Mm -hmm. now. And I mean, you learn from it. It pushed me harder, all that shit. And like whatever. Like if I don't get past there, like plenty of comedians haven't got past there that are great and are very successful. So it's like Mm -hmm. you, you also can get stuck in a way where, especially nowadays where it's. I got to get past at that club. That's all I care about. And then you completely forget to do anything with like social media or really work on your act. And you just want to write just for the kind of comics that get past there or whoever books that you want to like make your act. Oh no. You can't think that way. No, the word no is always an opportunity to become better and figure out a new path that oftentimes I think leads it's, it's, you know, the word no or when you lose when you lose or when something happens it's like okay either you can crumble or be like you know what let me find another way to do this and a lot of times that other way i think is maybe like a lesson you need to learn or you see a lot of people that happens to and then that's the thing that propelled them you know but i i know what you mean it's like there's um it is hard it's hard when like you you don't get that thing that you think is the key to yes. you getting but at the end of the day and i always remind myself to this because i've gotten like like i got banned from a, a big comedy club here one time because i was <laughs> being a piece of shit and um can you tell me what you did or no yeah a comic died this is right after my dad committed suicide and a comic committed suicide in la and um uh, a big comedy club put it on their marquee like right away and that club had been giving me more spots and i was like the other club that i was angry at kind of was like stop giving me sp- the, the people that worked there that were at my level stopped giving me spots because they were upset that i was getting spots at the other clubs and so i was like a little salty and um i posted i took a screenshot of the marquee and i was like good thing this club posted it when this comics home club didn't even put it on their marquee oh yeah and uh it went like people posted it everywhere and um then the club saw it and then they got very angry at me and they're like, how dare you say this? We're all over here crying. Sorry, we forgot to put them on the marquee. I was being a bitch. But also to the, to like, I was taking out my own dad's, my dad, when he committed suicide, he didn't want a funeral. He didn't want to be recognized. And so like, in my mind, when I saw that this club did not put it on their marquee, I thought it was just because he wasn't that famous. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, they put all these famous people, rest in peace, so-and-so, the day of, because they're famous and they want to look cool. And there are comics that never even really performed at at that club. And they would be like, rest in peace, so-and-so. And And then I'm like, this guy who's like, this was his home club. They didn't even post him. So I thought it was just because he wasn't famous. Mm. And I was like, that's bullshit. Like... And then you get insecure. It's like, you're like, if I'm not famous, will I not mean anything? And obviously at the time, oh, Skylar Stone just texted you. What's up, Skylar? No, 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 no. no. That's Nikki's. <laughs> oh, that's Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, I, 
I wasn't thinking I at that time I was acting from a place of like ego and I wasn't thinking about I didn't think at the time I was like maybe I didn't go and think oh maybe these people are just so fucked up and sad that they didn't think to put it on yeah you know you went to your own kind of shit of like would I go on there would I be on there why did my dad kill himself because and no one cares about him yep yeah no I mean it's uh sorry about your father by the way I mean that's did, was he like had mental illness throughout or was it surprising? So my mom has schizophrenia and she was locked up in a mental ward most of my life. And my dad didn't have like a clinical thing. He was never, he never went to therapy. He definitely needed to go to therapy. He never went and got like any sort of thing. I think he was probably bipolar-ish. Um, and he'd been threatening suicide my whole life. Like when I was a little kid, he would put a gun to his head and be like, what would you do if I shot myself right now? Oh my God. And, um, so it was like a constant going thing, you know, I put you on a marquee dad. <laughs> I know exactly. Well, I always had this fear. I always had this weird fear that, um, cause like he would send me suicide letters on my birthday. Wait, what? And, yeah. Uh, email or written? Email. Uh-huh. Like, but it would be like, um, <laughs> yeah, he would like send me like written, he would send me like uh-huh. suicide letters via email on my birthday. And, um, and you know, then they were I, different every year. Um, or was it kind of like, okay, well, dad, come on, spice it up a little bit. I know, right? You're like, come on, we need to, this is all old material. <laughs> Fucking punch it up, dude. Stop being a hack. Um, he, he just, uh, it's weird cause like couple, the, the one, my last birthday that he sent it to, I sent it to the police and I had him committed for, finally I had him committed for the first time in his life. And my dad was a lawyer. He was very, very good at talking. Very funny. Definitely my inspiration probably for my reason for being a comedian is because of him very funny very good at talking very intelligent and he just like manipulated all the doctors and blamed it on me that i didn't know what was going on and that it was like a joke i'm like i sent them the suicide letter i'm like this is very clearly not a joke yeah. not a joke and the doctors are like well you live in california so you obviously don't know what's going on with your family and i was like all right Oh, your dad was, you were living at a different place? My dad lives in Minnesota. I live in, you know, I live in LA. And so. Oh, this was, okay. This was a couple uh, of years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, um, so basically I, you know, they let him go. And then when he shot himself, the letter he left was the exact same letter in the car that he had sent me on my birthday. Same, the same date. He printed it out. Printed it out and left Went it in the Kinko's. fucking left it in the car. I know, right? But you didn't even think to change the date. It still said 2017. And it was on your birth. It was your birthday. Oh my god! No, actually, he killed himself. No, not on your birth. I'm saying the letter was. From, no, but yeah. he killed himself the day that I, I auditioned to get passed at the Laugh Factory. But I didn't find out until two days later. But in the last, so we pulled up his computer. The last thing he looked at was the flyer at the Laugh Factory. Oh my god! Of me being auditioned to get like the new faces and uh i'm so glad i didn't find out like that day you know i found out two days later because they found his body two days later in the car um yeah it's heavy i yeah actually ironically you know i was booked at a bunch of shows at the improv (laughs) it always comes back to the improv i was booked at a bunch of shows in the main room when there's two rooms there so like the main room is like the big daddy room and uh I was like, well, I went back, you know, to like figure out his body. And then I was like, I got to get back from my improv shows. <laughs> and then I was, you know, I wanted to cancel him. I'm like, no, I can't. So I literally flew in. I went straight to the improv from the airport, like three days after my dad died. 
and um and i went on stage and i was like what the fuck am i gonna talk about like how i can't talk about my like makeup jokes and i just talked about a suicide for like 12 minutes like both shows and somehow it was funny i don't know how i got all these weird i got like even messages the next day from people yeah it's like, real shit the guy like sent me like a video of him crying he's like you was so powerful like thank you so much for talking about it and i've never been able to make it funny other than like that day so strange you know that it makes a- sense it made that kind of that yeah i mean because it was so raw then like i need to get closer to you like for the camera purpose because <laughs> it's hard to like write like i don't know it's weird it's it would be a weird emotional place to go to first of all like over and over again your dad's death over so it's you know what i mean yeah like, well i that's think not, people don't, yeah. oh go ahead oh no no just like with stand-up i think people forget that we have lives that like are, can be tragic and sad and then we got to be like hey everybody what's going look at you in that blue shirt look at you know and they want you to because you know you have a show to do yeah but then at the same side it's like you are dealing with insanely emotional shit like and the fact that you did go up there and you i mean that shows tremendous growth in Mm. in not just you as a comedian but just you as a person to Mm, be able to like talk about that you know it's like i don't know um what uh did you grow you grew up in minnesota yeah so you just grew up with your father while your mom was like yeah well she was in and out of the hospital like every couple months so you know my dad kind of took care of us and then and he worked like three jobs you know he was was a lawyer that worked three jobs well so when when i was younger he he was working as a debt collector while he was going to law school and then he ended up Oh, and he had a, like a machine business. He was like building machines with like something to do with dirt. I don't know, yeah. something, some soil <laughs> yeah. science stuff. Yeah. And um, and so he had all these things he was doing. And then basically after he got out of law school, he he started his own debt collections business. Um, or like a couple of years after he started his own debt collection. So I saw him go from like this is when I was small. Like I, you know, my dad was like always gone. He was always working. Um, and then he, you know, built his business and it was pretty successful, but my mom, my mom kind of like infiltrated it and kind of like fucked it up. So I think that's part of the reason why, like my dad would go on vacation and like he would, she would just give all of his employees raises, like $70,000 raises. It was like, what? she just fucked up his whole business. So I could see why he was sad, dude. Like yeah. you married like this chick who's fucking nuts. She like fucked his employees and then like. St- you know um, the money get all weird she gave other raises I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then pants boy yeah <laughs> yeah dude it's like do you want 70 grand or a hand job or uh, yeah you want my p- vagina <laughs> what do you so want terrible man what, do, you, do you have brothers and sisters i do three siblings okay three three people that all of us need you? to go to therapy i'm the oldest okay so a lot of the burden fell on you then being yeah the old, you know. dude i was taking care of my whole family when i was seven years old i was seven years old making making soup <laughs> i remember being seven and i had to get on a stool because so my dad was working all the time and my dad hated emotions like hated emotions so if like a kid started crying he would just like leave us for three days and we would have no food so we'd be like eating like goldfish off the floor and it was like me and like I was taking care of all these people, <laughs> all these like little kids, like babies. Basically. I was basically a mom at seven years old. It reminds me of like Shameless, the, the I've show never seen Shameless. It. Oh, okay, never mind. But yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, so I, I so remember. So you can't ever make a show because that show's already made. Is it Sorry. made? It? Is Sorry it about, you went through all that. But is it about schizophrenia too? No, it's about just having like really fucked up parents yeah. and, and the family having to take. I mean, it's kind of similar. The mom was always gone because she was schizophrenic. And, really? Yeah, and the dad. Damn, I'll have to watch it. Oh, yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. The first two seasons especially are like, I think every show. It's how like, long? How old is it? It's probably probably came out like six years ago. Oh, okay. I was like, that'd be so fucked if someone heard like my life story and then just stole it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, this is like last year. I've talked about this on the podcast for like at least six years now. That'd be so fucked if someone just heard my story and was like, that sounds like a good fucking show. That happens all the time, dude. Does it ever happen to you where like you do jokes and then all of a sudden you see it on like a late, like fucking yeah. someone's like, someone like, because uh, a lot of the writers like come to like comedy shows and like I'll fucking be doing jokes and then three weeks later I'll see like literally like fucking Jimmy Kimmel doing my joke. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, bro. And people send it to me like, dude, that's like joke, like word for word. They just like fucking steal shit. I bet that happened. I don't know. I don't know if it's yeah. Kimmel. It was like one of those guys, Seth Meyers or something. People say I look like a poor man's Kimmel. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's true. great. Yeah. I think Joel McHale called me homeless Jimmy Kimmel. Which That's is, funny. Yeah. It's so true. At the time I had. I don't want to agree with it too much because I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I could see it. No, just keep it going. It's Damn. Fine. I just got new Botox and I'm like, this looks amazing. <laughs> Where did you get Botox? I got, so I went to this dude, he, cause I was like, I need Botox. Cause I have, I did it for my jaw. Cause I have, um, like tight jaw. TMJ. <laughs> TMJ. Tight jaw. It only, sounds like only a, would go to my vagina. Um, yeah. I wish I had tight pussy syndrome, but no, I have tight jaw syndrome or something. <laughs> so, um, like when I suck dick, it would pop. And I was like, this is getting in the way of my suck dicking career. And oh, so man. I got, uh, I was like, please Botox my jaw and, um, to make it relaxed. And the guy, this Armenian dude was like, we must do your chin. Cause he said my chin looked like an orange peel. And so he Botoxed Jesus. my chin. I mean, so that it doesn't, so that it doesn't crumple. It doesn't crump. It looks so good. I'm so proud of my Botox. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> yeah. Why do people only get Botox usually in their forehead? You should even it out. You can't have an orange peel head or an orange peeled <laughs> chin and a, and non prune head. Yeah. It's gotta be even. And how's your jaw with the blowjobs? It's better. He didn't put that much in. So he's like, you might need to come back. <laughs> Cause I was getting, it was like, I had resting bitch face. It was like pulling the sides of my lips down and I was yeah. getting this line. <laughs> so he Botoxed this to make it, re- he just Botoxed the lower part of my face to relax. Does it feel more relaxed? Uh-huh, what it what does. goes on in like, can you f- literally feel the like it's difference? Little, you know, like after a massage yeah. when your muscles feel kind of chill, it's like that. Okay. It's like, a, it's like a chemical massage. All the time. Yeah. For three months. <laughs> so he did that and then he put filler in my cheeks to make me not look 29 you got filler in your cheeks mm-hmm. how long ago mm, it's a like very a, la like thing a week to ago. Just, it's amazing how in la you could just be like yeah i got filler here i got it. and then you look at me weird if i'm like <laughs> it's like no yeah no i just did all this i just yeah i completely <laughs> got, i completely changed my whole face did you feel like you look different though when you look at yourself well i'm i mean i'm 29 so you keep I'm, saying that like you're old well because you start losing volume in your face Oh, okay. So, you know, I feel like I look like I look like I was like when I was 19. It's not like I'm changing my face yeah. per se, but I just started noticing <laughs> that I started losing volume. But places. how when do you stop? So I got my lips and my cheeks. This is good. I just want to look I just look at myself when I was going. 19 the problem, and just keep yeah. me looking 19. Okay. That's all. Forever. Exactly. And then what about when your body starts looking 45? Then I get one of those burkas <laughs> and you only Wrap look at my everything. face. Yes. <laughs> then I become an Orthodox Jew. 
and i only show my face yeah i mean it's nice dude it's nice that I, I, people get weird about the fillers and the botox i don't because, get weird about it do whatever you want well no because you only see like the shitty ones but the good ones how much it costs you okay i spent a, i spent a little bit okay. to get my cheeks <laughs> my cheeks and my botox was sixteen hundred dollars that's actually not that expensive from but, what i've heard but when like, you think about it i mean the filler in the cheek will last they said about a year or two okay and then the botox you get done every three months so the botox was probably about four hundred dollars that's yeah. four hundred dollars every three months that's expensive yeah no it is you no, know it it's adds not up. like death expensive but you know you definitely have to have a job to stay young my friend says that ugly now is just a poor people problem it makes sense like look yeah. at kylie jenner that chick was not cute before i saw her when she was like 16 in no boo and Name no boo yeah no boo <laughs> they meant like she had no boyfriend oh uh, yeah she had I no saw boo. When she was 16 and she had no boo <laughs> but now she got a new face she got all the boos boy <laughs> no i saw her at, at no boo and uh she looked like she was like a goth like like a goth chick mm. like she was so pale yeah and i remember her being tall and i mean whatever she was like young and like whatever but like it, she didn't look anything like Mm-mm. she does now i mean yeah so much filler in the ass i don't even know how that works what do you put in there two <sighs> tires what do you i mean what do you like dude i want to do that so bad dude. you want a new ass i don't want a new ass i just want i just want like a little bit on the side to like i just feel like in five years i could be talking to you and and you're gonna be like okay i think i went a little bit <laughs> overboard and i'm looking over and i just <laughs> I, I don't even know who I'm like you are. I'm like Nicki Minaj. You're like, wow, that's a really dark tan. <laughs> we need like four chairs for you. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's natural. I started doing squats. Yeah, yeah. I love when girls are like, no, this is like Chloe. No, it's not. Yeah, well, not Chloe. Wait, yeah, Chloe came yeah. out. She's like, yeah, it's mostly natural. And I just, like, I get it. There's a lot of pressure on women to stay young, especially in this business, especially in this town. I have empathy for you. Mm-hmm. It sucks. But the beauty of doing stand-up, I guess, is that... You don't like, have to be hot. You can be yeah. ugly. It's so nice. I do this just for myself. That's good. Yeah, this is just for me. It's like I look at myself... You and masturbate like, and look at your own face. <laughs> Listen, I, I am bisexual and all the women I've dated do look like me. So there might be a weird... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're like, are you bisexual or just a narcissist? It's I like before know. I could commit, you need more filler to look exactly <laughs> yeah. like me. There's actually... Ironically, I used to see this girl who, who had so much filler and I remember being so jealous. I'm like, she looks perfect. And her lips are so pillowy. Because when you get lip filler, your lips become like very like uh, soft. Mm. How are you? Um, when did you come out as bisexual? Did you always know or was it? No. Yeah. I went to this psychic. Because people get mad when people are like, when a hot girl's also bisexual. Because they're yeah. like, oh, really? You want fucking hot pussy and dick? Like, save some for us. I say it on sometimes like I'll be like, <laughs> I'm bisexual because I need attention. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I feel like every bisexual like girl is like. I feel like she, I feel like literally what happened is that she was in middle school and then a girl came out as lesbian and all the guys went to that girl's table and the hot popular girls was like, I like girls too. Come back to my table. Well, I mean, I guess it's because you're getting attention like Monday through Thursday with the girls and then on the weekend you have your dates with the boys. So every single day you're good. My therapist told me that I am bisexual because I'm working out my problems with my mom. Like I'm attracted to women because i have like a fucked up relationship with my mom oh okay because my mom was schizophrenic and like weird you know so i'm like eating i guess i'm just eating pussy through uh, trying to figure it out to get to her heart i guess <laughs> just trying to get to the fucking center of the tussy pop <laughs> well i mean do you enjoy eating pussy or is it I like do. okay so i love girls that, that could be it too girls i mean girls are so much hotter than guys yes they're soft everything is <sighs> better 
when I I remember the first time I hooked up with a girl. How old were you? I was like uh, twenty. Every guy does that. Twenty. How old were you? What were you wearing? Well, yeah. Were you in camp? Were you in a nighty? <laughs> like it always like what lingerie were you? I was it was a Girl Scout camp? It's like no, I was twenty two. I was drunk in a bar. Like I wasn't. Not. I was. I was not drunk. I remember. I matched with this girl on a dating app, and she was an she was like kind of a famous actress. And there you go, very lesbian, like gold star lesbian, which means you've never fucked a dude. And and we get to this, we get to a bar, and um, I was so nervous. Honestly, probably more nervous than even getting doing stand up. I was so nervous, and this girl was because so, she was an act like famous or no, because, just, just because, both, prob- both probably. No, just because I think yeah. it's just because I felt like I was a fraud. Like, oh my god, I don't really know. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And it's so much harder dating a woman than a guy because as a girl, you just show up and guys are like, "Oh, you're fucking hot. Like, let me talk to you." It's no work. You just sit there and you're like, "No, yes, no." It's just like you're basically swiping in real life. But when you're with a girl, it's like you have to put an effort in. So I didn't know what to do. I was just like, "Uh." this is very intimidating and and then you get there she's like god damn you're fucking hot <laughs> like you, well, you realize it's like not that different well she we're at this bar and then she's like you're not a lesbian and i was like what <laughs> and so i felt so called out i was like yeah i am she's like you don't remember the girl I was like, what do you mean she's like i can tell you're not into girls i was like oh yeah and then i just grabbed her face and started kissing her i was like what about now it was just so cringy she reversed psychology it was so cringe like i was like no and what happened and then you backed up and you're like i prove it's like a movie you like did a movie like yeah move which in real life you're like (laughs) no i didn't want to kiss you right now like it never works out like oh my god you are a lesbian you just forced me to kiss you like i felt like the nerdy guy who's with the hot girl yeah and then like she's like you don't even have what it takes to be with me. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I do. And, he's like, <laughs> yeah. and it's just so sad and pathetic. That was me. I was a pathetic person. And we start kissing in the bar and then it kind of clicked, which was nice. And then I think we like went to her place and we fucked that night. Okay. It's nice being with a girl. Cause you don't get judgment. Cause you're both girls. So who can be the, you're both sluts oh okay. you know what i mean I as what a saying. girl you don't want to hook up with a guy the first night if you like him because you want him to respect you but if we're the girl it doesn't matter because you're like we're both girls who cares also i guess maybe because there isn't well there is penetration with toys or whatever but because there's no pen it's not as maybe i don't know i just think girls are different like girls will fuck the first night and within two days they like want to get married oh okay like imagine because here's the thing men and women are yin and yang right so imagine two yins and you get to come. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. It's yeah. well, it's it's not cool, but it's just also it's almost like there's no balance. Yeah, you know, it's even like I talk. I've talked about this before, where it's like you see gay guys, right? Like men are very critical, like of their partner, like oh, that's not good enough. So as your part as a partner to a man, you always feel like you have to be better, you have to be hotter. That's why women are always doing surgery, going to the gym, doing this, that, always trying to be pretty. And women are kind of like accepting. I would say more like kind of like oh, okay, whatever, whatever. And guys kind of become gross. Like you look at a marriage, right? Like guys kind of like let themselves go. So when you see two lesbians, no offense to lesbians, but they usually are pretty fucking grungy looking. Like because the women just ex- are so accepting of each other. Yeah. Like a woman doesn't. Well, they're probably tired, man. It's tiring being a woman. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah, wanna, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not no, telling. Yeah. I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to mansplain a woman. No. I'm just saying. Like I just think like yeah to fucking 
shave your legs, wax your pussy, right. get your fucking fillers, get your fucking every, like wax your eyebrow, get all that extra shit, buy a new dress, look good in heels. It's all exhausting. Yeah. And so finally you're with a woman and you're like, oh, I could just fucking be myself. Right. Because you understand your beauty when you have leg hair or if you have armpit hair. Like that's who I am. I have a little hair on my mustache. It's all right. I'm still going to eat your pussy because we're finally like chill. Like, and I can see the beauty in like, just who I am yep. and not like whatever a guy thinks or a, a girl Matt Cosmo tells you to be like whatever. So most, most lesbians, they start, they become monogamous within like the second date. And like, there's a joke that like every lesbian, the third date, they bring a U-Haul. There's a going joke that like yeah. they move in on the third date. So that's when you have two women. It's like two yins, you know, it's like, whew. then when you have, look at two gay guys, look at, they're all waxed, fucking mm. all going to the gym. Their hairs are done. It's like, Two gay guys are usually always so overdone. So that's like when you have two yangs. Like you always look at like two women together versus two dudes together and you see like the byproduct. And I always thought it was like interesting that two, when you have two dudes, like they're, they never monogamous ever really. Yeah. Like most gay guys, like it's a joke. Like you're never really, most gay guys, like they'll be in a relation for two years. They're like, yeah, we're thinking about being monogamous now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Well, you got to look hot because if you're just trying to fuck from an app within two seconds, you're going off of just like what that first picture is. Right. So that first picture on Grindr, if it's not getting my dick hard at all, I'm going to fucking swipe left and keep swiping right until there's a guy two feet away from me with an eight pack. Like they just suck. They just fucking suck, dude. Most of them. So I do think it's funny like what happens. So when you have sex for the first time with a girl, how do you even, do you just do what you do to yourself? Right. Did you scissor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's did different. scissor? Yeah, it's different. It's like, you scissor, you, um, <laughs> very sexual. Um, oh, sorry. You scissor, I don't no, no, no. Yeah. I don't care. I'm a fucking, oh. I'm, I'm down to clown. Um, <laughs> uh, it's very. I'm when, sure people are like, he's such a. <laughs> do you scissor? You do. Yeah, yeah. You scissor. It's I'm just very saying like, it's gotta be hard. Like lesbian the first, sex is very long. Yeah. It's like two hours. Is that too long? No, I love long sex. You with know? a man too yeah for sure the longest time i've ever had sex with a dude was like five hours i mean that's wild was he like a spin instructor <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell like five hours straight you you go for like 20 minutes you take a 10 minute yeah. break then you go for another 30 minutes you take a 10 minute break i've done long runs like that but the problem is i'm on zoloft so it's like coming just once is hard for me uh -huh. i'm not coming twice with you no. so it, it sucks but like yeah, I just, it's hard to like, but I last very long up top, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like it's hard for me to stay motivated if I know I'm not going to orgasm again. So obviously I got to think more about her needs and not my own. And what all about just stuff. the connection? Yeah. No, it I, is fun. Like, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I think only because I'm a sex addict and so, and this person I was having sex with was definitely a sex addict as well. I think it only works between people who are sex addicts and sex addicts aren't addicted to coming. You're addicted to the experience of sex. So that's why you'll just fuck for five hours, you know, but a regular person just wants to come. I think it's like, I come. So why are we still doing this? Yes. You know, it's like eating. It's like, why do you keep eating after you're full for it to come? Yeah, right? coming yeah. is like being full. <laughs> no, I know. I, what I, a podcast. What a turn this has taken. Well, you know, it's... What a fun. journey we've taken this I long. know, from suicide Are to... Are you guys good? <laughs> I think so. I think I'm enjoying this. I don't know. Maybe you're not. I, I'm fucking... I, I know. I'm, I'm fucking around. I don't care. I'm fucking around. I was... You know, it's interesting. I, I'm pretty confident. Um, I'm pretty confident in my stand-up. 
but I've always been insecure about podcasting. Why? I don't know. I guess I just don't know if I'm doing good or not because I have no great. feedback. You're doing great. You're getting feedback from me. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you need feedback from? Mm. It's the I'm same laughing. Reason, it's the same reason I never did Zoom shows. I'm like I don't, I'm like I don't know if people are laughing or it's like weird. Yeah, it's uh, that's just the insecurity of like not getting validation. Like I can't move on unless I get validation instantly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you told a story, I think, what really, it really made me laugh, it was a really intriguing story, I think, I might have saw it on Instagram, I don't know how it came up, but I think you were talking to Tori, uh-huh. about going to a guy's house, like in the middle of the woods, yeah. and it really intrigued the shit out of me, and I was laughing so hard, <laughs> and I don't know, I mean, I'm not just telling you that now, no. you're like, no, this audience, they they like you, no, Thank but you. like, can we like talk tell that story or sure. or do you tell it like way too many like No, I've never told it really other than that one time. Oh my god. It's I, so weird. Another comic um who's 10,000 times funnier than me and more successful was like brought that up like literally 2 days ago and was like, "Hey, like that's a really funny story." I never talked about it on stage or anything. No, basically so what happened was is that this guy I matched this dude on his dating app on Raya, which yeah. is like people know about that. That's like cool people are i mean it's like it's basically tinder for for like artists people mm-hmm. right so i matched with this dude this is during covid this is like mid covid fucking like do you hear that buzzing in it's in my headphones oh really is it still bad no. is it kind of, I, think I, I mean we go no headphones too yeah, You good? Yeah, sorry. I have really bad OCD. No, it's all right. Um, Are you still buzzing? It's last now. Oh, thank God. I think it was hard for me to focus. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, How Ugh. long was this going the on? The whole time. For? Really? I was trying to like ignore it, but it was so hard. Why I was, didn't like, you say something? I don't know. I was just trying to like be like the cool person and be like, it's fine. I'm no, cool. you got to bring it up. Oh, yeah. It was like so distracting. I couldn't even think. Okay. <laughs> now I feel so much better. <laughs> thank fucking God, dude. Okay. <laughs> We're back at it again um i mean guys welcome to the podcast yeah this is her podcast this now. is the beginning of the podcast it's now. fine we can start a new one <laughs> um no her dad didn't die it's fine i'm actually a <laughs> fucking whole person <laughs> yeah she's never had fillers and i've never had botox i don't have this the straws i don't need it my jaw is very loose <laughs> almost as loose as my vagina it's amazing um okay yeah so basically dude in the middle of fucking quarantine yeah uh, fuck boys were ruling the world i mean if you think about it right fucking fuck boys were just every girl had there was no place to take them right girls could just like go to guys houses and guys didn't have yes it no eliminates excuse. dating yes it eliminated dating dude you're not to meet a girl's parents because they were old because of covid dude guys were fucking crushing it during covid because girls would just go to just houses date one right where else are you gonna go so this guy invites me to a fucking party yeah on the ride he's like i'm having a party tonight you should come I was like, oh, okay, that's a safe bet, right? Also, this is like fucking, dude, this is before the riots. Like, this was deep COVID quarantine. Like, this is May quarantine, you know? And I was like, wow, bad boy having a party in May. Fucking three months after quarantine. (laughs) He definitely has good dick. He's naughty. I like a bad boy. (laughs) So I was like, sure, I'll come over to the party. And I, it's buzzing. Is it? Here, you want to just take it out? Maybe. But, uh, Let's go no headphones. Oh. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, um, fine. Here, let me just take them out. But I loved hairphones. <laughs> um. So anyway, so yeah. So no, I, like I feel like we just took off the condom. Oh, now you want it back? Hilarious. <laughs> Am I more difficult than you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if she's even doing She's nice. She's one of my favorites. Like, she's one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Or maybe I'll switch it up. Maybe that will help. I don't know. Ooh. 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 Yes. <gasps> it's not buzzing. <gasps> oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello? Yes. Mine's fine. Okay, good. Oh, it's perfect. Yay. You sure okay. it's just not the filler? No, <laughs> right? <laughs> I got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. <laughs> Did you really? Fucking receiving reception for her planet. No, I, I haven't been vaccinated. But I already had COVID, so. Yeah. <laughs> I have the Pfizer. Oh, that's what I want to get. I'm going to get the Pfizer, too. You'll get there. In the Pfizer group. I just want to wait because I'm doing ayahuasca in two couple weeks again, and I just don't want it to interact with the vaccine. I feel like something weird's going to happen. It's the most L.A. Like my ayahuasca? Ever. I don't want to do the vaccine yet because my ayahuasca <laughs> I'm going to take with uh, David Hasselhoff. Anyhow. Uh, okay, so, the, so this guy invites me to his house. He's like, I'm having a party. And I was like, okay, dude, I'm down. I'll come to the party. Dude, he sends me the fucking address. I roll up. It's a man-made gate. Like a DIY fucking their sandbags. This guy built this gate onto this street in the Hollywood Hills. It was like the one area in LA that doesn't have lights. It was just like, it was the wilderness somehow. He had the wilderness. He was lived in the wilderness in the Hollywood Hills. It was like the one place. I'm like, there's a coyote probably right here. What the fuck's going on? Which makes him seem even more like a bad boy. Like, yeah. he built his own gate. He probably yeah. built, he's strong with his hands. Probably right. has, like, calluses. This is like a Leonardo DiCaprio ca- character, right? Yeah. I feel like this is, like, a little bit of a uh, the Great Gatsby vibe. So, he gives me a coat to this rickety-ass fucking man-made gate. He's like, Meow. I go through down this dark fucking street. And are, you I, a new, are you driving? Yeah, I'm driving. Okay, okay. I don't drink, so it's like, whatever. So, I park my fucking car, and I go into his house, and... He's like not what he looked like on the photo. He looked like a hobbit, like a hobbit with cancer. Okay, so Ooh, cancer hob, cancer hob. <laughs> <laughs> so I come in and there's all these shoes by the front door, and I was like, oh my god, this is a party! Look at all the shoes. There's all these women's shoes, different sizes, and I don't hear any noise. I'm like, oh, I was like, should I take my shoes off here? He said, no, 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 take them off downstairs. And I was like, that's weird. Why wouldn't I be taking my shoes off where all the shoes are? No, 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 take them off downstairs. I go to the fucking downstairs. Now, are you scared at this point? No, because I'm like, this guy's weird. Also, oh, yeah. doesn't look like his photo. And he has a nice house. Like The house is nice. It's in the hills. It's so funny. It's like, if you have any bit of money, you could get away with so, so much creepier shit. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Don't put your shoes there. We're going to put them. Downstairs. Yeah, we're next to the saw. Oh, my God. A saw? So cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, anyways. So, but yeah. So, I go down. There's no one in the house. Just so, he said it's going to be like a full party. Yeah. That's what he wrote you on Raya. Right yes. There. Okay. No one's what in the house. What kind of party? He's just like, yes, yeah, it's going to be chill. Like just, you know, he said he's having a party. Yeah. He didn't okay. say, I didn't get the details. Okay. There's just a lot of white fucking fur rugs everywhere. A lot of fur, a lot of white fur and Buddha statues. So I'm like, all right, this guy's probably a good person. I've never met a bad person with a Buddha statue. Have you? No, because if they kill someone, they're going to come back as like a roach. Exactly. Yeah. So. I'm like, where are the people, dude? He's like, oh, they're not here yet. They'll be here soon. Just, here, you want some tea? And I was like, no, I'm good. We sit on the couch. We're talking about Whose stuff. shoes were those? Dude, so that's the fucking weird thing. Okay, anyway. I, yeah. I didn't put the pieces together at this point yet. I'm like, that's weird. Those are shoes? All right, whatever. This guy's weird. Maybe he has roommates. I was like, does anyone live with you? He's like, no. That's weird, too. 
and then he there's a there's a door to a bedroom and i was like oh is this the bathroom and it was locked he's like no there's another room uh, okay he's like bathroom's over there so there's a bedroom door that was locked okay so this is evidence right fucking bedroom door is locked shoes at the top very strange nobody at this party at this point i started realizing he's a pathological liar just his stories doesn't make sense and He's like, well, before he said the people are coming. They're not here yet. They're coming to the party. I was, it's 11, what time is it? Eleven fifteen at night. You went over there at eleven at night. Yes. So I <laughs> thought, all right, maybe it's LA. People party late. Maybe it's quarantine. You got to fucking evade the cops to get here. Who knows? So I'm sitting there waiting. He's like, yeah, well, we wait for people. Do you want to go to, for a walk in the woods? Wait, what? Yeah. In the dark woods. In the dark woods. He's like, do you want to go for a walk in the woods? And then at this moment, every serial killer documentary all played in my mind and all clicked. And I was like, oh, shit. I like how it didn't even work my fucking hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, they didn't know that. So he, I was like, oh, my God, dude. Because every serial killer documentary you watch, right, they always have, or Dexter, any show you say serial killers, they always do this thing where they're victims, they keep an item from them right as yeah, like their so shrine yeah they have a shrine and it's always very important to a serial killer they always have a shrine of all the, all the things they take one piece whether it's a piece of hair or something or shoes so then i was yeah. like dude that's why i couldn't put my shoes there because you're not dead yet because i'm not dead yet that's for the <sighs> dead people's shoes and then i was like oh my god the bedroom door is locked who knows if like in the, in the bedroom door and then i was like oh my god he wants me to go for a walk in the woods then i thought about all those shoes up there i'm like that's how many bitches fell for this like let's go for a walk in the woods in the middle of the night like who fell for this shit <laughs> and and then so I'm, I'm starting to get clues and then at that point i was like dude i was like so when are the people going to be here and he's like oh no they already came <laughs> Dude, I fucking booked it out. I was like, I gotta go. He's like, well, before you go, do you want to go for a walk in the woods really quick? I was like, nope, I'm good. I ran to my car. Like, not ran to the point where he was suspicious, but like a heavy, a heavy fucking walk, a fast walk. Like an you know old what's lady so funny about visit that? my exercise walk. It's so funny that we're still like, even when we're running away from a murderer, we don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> like, that is wild. You know, like that is, it's like when you cross the street and you might get hit by a bus, but you don't full on run, you walk run because you don't want the bus to laugh at you right before you die. Like that is wild. Anyways. Yeah. It's so fucking true, dude. I would have put cleats on and fucking booked that motherfucker, (laughs) dude. All right. So you run to your car. Do you think he might be chasing you? Yeah. I don't turn around. I don't look back. Because he's like, come back, come back. I just he's do. yelling, like, come back. Um, He's like, come on, just hang out. And then, because I'm walking fast. Like, oh those God. ladies with weights in their hands, like, down yeah, their yeah, suburban yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, 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 Like, yeah. walking quick. <laughs> well, she has somewhere to go. I get in my car, and then I lock the doors, and I have a mild panic, because I realize, oh, fuck, the DIY gate. What if it doesn't open? Mm on the way out what if it's a different code or what if he can control it i was like fuck i'm gonna die no i didn't think i was thank gonna god die. you don't drink i know can yeah. you imagine yeah it would have been terrible but yeah anyways. i would have gone into the woods i'm like yeah let's did he go offer you any mushrooms, did he dude. offer you anything he did but i didn't take it he yeah, offered me smart. tea <gasps> dude it's probably sleepy tea yes probably chamomile but like but like legit as fuck sleepy tea yeah like cam yeah cam chamomile <laughs> chamomile camel toe Came a mile, Rufin, <laughs> <Riffin all. laughs> 
so you take it and you just get like better fillers and he's the, like oh my god thank you yeah. our minions like this is or the whatever. best chamomile fucking tea i've ever I'll had i'll be back in three months yeah, okay so true. so you don't <laughs> drink the tea you're fucking running out of there the gate opens thank fucking god and so it's like an automatic gate automatic pretty gate. impressive you built that <sighs> i know so i get out and um i fucking get out i go down the hill and i was like wow i almost died dude and then two days, then like, oh, I don't know, a couple of days later, then like, that's when all the marches started happening with the fucking, that's when George Floyd got killed in Minnesota, my home fucking town. I was like, this is some fuck shit. What's going on? Wait, you're connecting those two stories. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I am, Andrew. I took an improv class. Zip, zap, zap. Got to connect the fucking dots. <laughs> so much of your personality just showed there where you connected a story where it was like kind of a bad day to George Floyd dying, making it about you. That's no, I'm saying like it was. No, I know. It was I'm a heavy around. week. It was a heavy week, is what I'm saying. I almost died. And then you had to audition for. And then George Floyd died show. in my home fucking town. No, I know. Which I, was a what, lot. What? Um, oh, the crazy part was is that when I was in Minnesota, literally a month or two months before fucking George Floyd got fucking, I was engaged to a black dude. And you were engaged. I was engaged with a black dude. What do you mean you're engaged? He was my fiance. I know that, but wait, why were you in Minnesota? Like you went because, back to Minnesota? All right, this is a little fucked up. Basically, I met this dude in Vegas, right? Like I don't know, six months prior. Hot, tall, big dick, obviously. Yeah. And we start dating. He comes to LA all the time. After a couple months, he's like, "I'll move to LA." Where do you mean? Am I like a day day pool On party? Bumble. You went to Vegas and then met someone on Bumble? Yeah, dude, I was bored. I was looking for, I was, oh, well, actually there was a male comic there that was doing a weekend at another club and okay. he knew I was there and he was like trying to fuck and I was so horny because I just finished my chlamydia medicine. So I hadn't had sex in like two weeks and I was like, I can't fuck this guy because he used to date one of my friends. But, and so I was like, I just need to fuck someone else so I don't fuck this comic. And so I, I, uh, went on Bumble to find someone to fuck and then it was this guy who I ended up getting engaged to how life works very strange so basically we start dating he's yeah. like i'll move to la we'll get well whatever and the sex was good so i was like sure where does he live where did he, he live in, in minnesota he lived in vegas oh okay he lived in vegas okay so we get engaged and then like he got down on a knee no he he proposed me while i was sleeping in the middle of the night wait what yeah he just put a ring on my finger and i woke up oh and played john legend on his phone which when you play music on your iPhone you loud, like got, it sounds like Rob Zombie. It's like you got engaged raped. Like that was like Yeah, yeah, I got I got bears raped. I talk about it on stage sometimes. So anyway, so then <sighs> so we got engaged and then <laughs> he was living with me all of a sudden. And uh a couple weeks later, I was doing I was doing a comedy club in El Paso and this comic was talking about doing these mantra songs. I don't know, it had these mantra songs and I listened to it. Well, before I went to bed and the spirit talked to me, I was like, you need to break up with your fiance. I was like, what? Why? I just finally figured it out. I was like, all right, I'm engaged. I don't need to worry about this anymore. It was just like a check off the box. You know, I don't have to think about that. I want to get back to thinking about my comedy. I'm 28. I was a 20 at the time. I was like, I need to get married probably. Now I don't have to think about this. To me, marriage, like I don't even want to have a wedding. I just want it to be over with. Yes. I just want to be married. And then it's like, I don't have to think about it. So the spirit was like, you need to break up with him. He's not the person for you. I was like, really? I was like, compl- I was like arguing with the spirit. I was like, but I don't wanna, I don't wanna go back out there dating. I was like, no, you gotta fucking break up with him. I'm like, this fucking video is bullshit. Stupid fucking man- mantra video. 
So I, <laughs> I know you're like, this is very strange. No, I, I, I'm the crazy part, This is before I'm he did ayahuasca. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm intrigued. So, no, it, but what did the guy do for a living? He was it. Okay. So he could do it from anywhere. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he quit his job. Okay. He so he's living job. with you unemployed and he put a ring on while you were sleeping. Okay. Yes. But he has a big dick. So it all works out. Exactly. Okay. Anyways. So yeah. So, so then I come back from El Paso and the spirit <laughs> was like, you need to check his phone. And in my head, I'm like, dude, the last time I checked my boyfriend's phone, I found out he was fucking dude. So I don't really want to do that again. Has ever happened to you? Okay, probably not. No, I oh. don't. Yeah, I try not to. I don't. I'd rather just play like the bo- like the boogeyman's not there. Yeah. Like I wouldn't look under the bed. No. Nothing's so, fun under there. No, no. You never find anything you <laughs> no, want to find. You don't find like a cool boogeyman. And the worst part is that I think he gave me the password to his phone. So it's like I had the, his password. Anyway, so I go on his phone and I see a text from a guy who's like, hey, I have this wedding, this hot girl. What Instagram do you want me to give her? Which of your Instagrams do you want me to give this hot girl for you? I was like, what? The fuck is this? Other Instagram. And then he gave an Instagram handle that I'd never seen before. Which was crazy because while we were dating, I was like, how come your mom doesn't follow you on Instagram? He's like, we don't have that relationship. I was like, what about your brother? He's like, yeah, I know we don't have that kind of relationship. He only had like 60 followers. And I always thought that was weird. How much does the other one have? Tell me it's like 2 million. Uh, Okay, yeah. No, if he was famous, I would have figured that out by now. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's why after this happened, I was like, I'm never dating someone that doesn't have a blue check mark. He had a 700 account and a 60 account. I had the 60. I had his fake Instagram. So you probably felt special being one of 60. Like you probably thought you were dating some guy that like didn't give a fuck about yeah, being famous. Exactly. He was in you. He, he was in you. He was into you just for you. Yep. Like, like he didn't want any of that life. Meanwhile, nope. and he, he did has IT. another 700 person. And, like, and it's he not did even IT. Yeah. yeah. And he did IT. So I'm like, so this you guy just thought, yeah, have, you were just going to have nerd. like a live in like fuck buddy. Like, like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I found a nice, Super hot, six foot five. There's a bird in here. Oh my god! Hi, little bird. Come here. It's so cute. Maybe that's him. Hi. Do you want to get outside? Oh. Let him hang. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna like hurt himself though. Oh, we should open the window. All right. Let's do that. Yeah, I guess. I think that door might open over there. There's a bird in the house right now. Oh, he just flew right by me. That door is open over there, though. <laughs> Only in L.A. Only in L.A. You get a bird <laughs> flying through your window. Is he out? Hilarious. Good job. She killed it. Good job. Thank you. We should keep that in. That was hilarious. The bird? Yeah. <laughs> Call me out to eat. The door's open still, too. Should I close it? it? No. Let him come back in if he wants. Okay. He figured it out. He can be in the podcast. Yeah. We'll be like, tell us about. Tell us about your life. Tell us about how you're dad. Tell us about your struggles. Yeah. Did someone steal your bird eggs? What I, I was always afraid to fly to L.A. I lived in San Bernardino. He's like, and there I was the big bird. Now I'm the small yeah, bird. Yeah, now I'm just a small bird dating a new bird that moved in with me who does IT. <laughs> the bird does IT? Yeah. 
Anyway, so you're dating this guy. You find out he has a secret account. Yeah. Do you, you call him out on it? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Well, at that point, I'm like, oh, this is why the spirit told me I have to break up with him. I yeah. didn't even have his real Instagram. <laughs> so, so what do you say to him? So I just walk in. I'm not even mad. I'm not even upset. I just... Because uh, it was a sign? like Yeah, I was like, all right, yeah. I guess the spirit was right. Yeah. You know, all right, I got to figure it out. All right, back to fucking finding a new husband. <laughs> so he walks into the bathroom, basically, as I'm on his own, and I was like, hey, I found your other Instagram. Then found all this. Oh, I went on the other Instagram and saw all these girls he was talking to. Mm. All these girls that he fucked. He was, like, cheating on me all the time. And I found out he had another girlfriend named Kelly who would call him all the time. And I was like, this girl thinks you're her boyfriend. She's calling you like five times on a Wednesday night. He's like, no, she's just crazy. She's a crazy girl. And of course, Kelly has the real Instagram. Dude, but she doesn't even have the ring. I have the ring. She's like the side No, she chick. has a real ring. You had the 60 fucking follower ring. You had the Cracker Jack ring, and she had a fucking full fucking diamond. My ring was from eBay. It That's was like $127. Yeah, she had a fucking $700 ring. Probably. Oh, no. <laughs> One for each follower. So this is so fucked. <laughs> so I oh found... God, That's funny. dude. I would never trust anyone again, dude. No wonder why you like women. I <laughs> Meanwhile, women like cheat on you, too. So Fuck yeah, dude. It's not we're, you, We're though. better at hiding it. Yeah. Um... No, so I, I basically, I call, oh, I'm like, he comes in and I uh, say, oh yeah, I found the fucking, I found the, 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 the you know, the hunter. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'll start packing my stuff. <laughs> like, it wasn't even a conversation. It was very like, all right. I respect that in a way. Like, yeah. where he's just like, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. I'd well, rather than have this annoying conversation. I'd rather just pack and get out yeah, of here. Exactly. He was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll pack on my stuff. And, um, are you cold? Are you okay? I'm good. Okay, good. Are um, you cold? I'm fine. Okay. I just, you know, want to make sure you're pee. good. Go pee. No, let it, well, I'll finish. It will be over soon. It will be over soon? Yeah. Like, the podcast? Like, yeah, yeah. In like three minutes. Okay. I can wait three minutes. Why don't you just pee? I'll, I'm good. Okay. The podcast is like taking so many journeys. It really has. Yeah, it's very interesting. Look, I feel it's like, like we're It's connected. like this is very 2020, 2021, right? Just like all these like things yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah. There was we're a burn. There was display. There was... uh that's about it. Your pee. My pee. That's really, yeah, it's strong. But whatever. Anyways, I'll be all okay. right. I can hold so it. So the fast, the, the, the quick story. Very, the, the, the fucking, the summaries. You right? don't have to summarize it. We could, tell, we could do it longer. I don't care. All right, you know what? I'm going to pee okay. and then we'll do a 10 minute or 15 minute. Okay. okay. I don't care. All right. Here, talk to the people. Or all I'm right. just going to cut this. You don't have to talk to them. Okay. That <laughs> just happened to me. That's yeah, but you know what was nice about not having to check your phone because you're like no yeah, one's booking me exactly <laughs> like i can go camping and i'll get the shit now for they can month. book you and so then you're checking and be All like the and then you're depressed because you're not getting what I, anyways uh so what a journey we talked. i went and peed how was um, that it was good it was longer than i thought i take. i'm starting to take uh multivitamins oh so good it's like beautiful it's like a beautiful yellow oh good yeah. oh it's you're peeing out the yellow yeah mm-hmm. it's very like i see all the vitamins going yeah i was like stay in here Come Good. back. Come back, vitamin. Please. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> I need all of you. All the like, That shit was expensive. You need to get back on my body. All the letters. You know, no one talks about like vitamin uh, G, you know? Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. It goes down. It goes all the way, e. I think. E's the end of it. E's, is it? No. A, B, C, D, E. Well, no, there's A, B, A, oh, B C, D, E, There's F. like three different B's. There's, no there's B12, B6, B. 
anyways. Yeah, because no one wants to take, hey, do you want vitamin F? They'd be like, fuck. Fuck, dude. D is big right now. Yeah, because of COVID. Yeah. Because all the studies found that if you have low vitamin D, you're more likely to die of COVID. Oh, well. Or in regular life. Yeah, it makes sense. I love how deal. everyone's like, I want to take vitamins just so I don't. How about uh, everything other than COVID that kills you? But anyhow, so we're back to the guy. You find his Instagram. Fake Instagram. His fake Instagram. Yes. Or his real Instagram that's fake to you because he never told you about it. Exactly. So, and you see other, you were able to see his messages in there? Uh huh. So many girls. So many girls. <sighs> like all day long talking to these girls. All day long. And then I find... You're probably like a little bit like impressed because you're around a lot. I was. <laughs> How the fuck did you find time? And when he was living, because we were, you know, he was living in Vegas, coming to me, we would FaceTime for two hours a day. So I'm like, what was this guy working? When, 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 when did he have a job? <laughs> Didn't make any sense. Also, I got engaged to an IT guy. How was an IT guy? I could see if I was dating like a musician or something. This guy does IT. How do how does an IT guy have a fake Instagram and it's fucking like thirty women? I so mean, anyway, imagine what a celebrity is doing that looks like him. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he looks like an NBA player. Yeah. It's very hot. So I, um, I you know, he moves out. We have like one last weekend together. Oh wow! Which is you like, had sex with him again? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, let's just have one weekend of fuck. Oh, the worst part is that when we were dating, I thought he was like this like sweet IT guy. Cause I'm like a freak, you know? And he told me that one time a girl asked her to ask him to come on her face. And he said he could never see her the same way. So when we would have sex, I was very, very like vanilla. Yeah. Cause I was like, this is my husband. I can't let him think I'm a whore. <laughs> Your so husband, like, you met in Vegas. Yeah. My, hu- my Vegas husband. Oh my and God, I was like, I have to be nice. I can't be a freak. So we were both, we were both being so vanilla that I find out that he's like a sex addict, crazy person. So then I was like, I get to fuck you the way I want to fuck you. I'm sick of this bullshit wife sex. I was like, I want to fuck you like a fucking whore this weekend. So we had amazing sex. Didn't so that much. make you like miss him more? Uh, definitely a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and then I find out what well, the crazy part was is I feel like we were both pretending to be like good people. Yeah. And right. then I find out that we're basically even more alike than what I thought, which is mind fuck because it's like, oh no, you know? So he he goes back to Vegas. He's like, I'll come back next week to get the rest of my stuff. Because he had to drive it to Vegas in his Mercedes, which you can't fit a lot in a Mercedes. So <laughs> he he's uh, he's gone. And then after a couple of days, after the good dick wears off, I start getting angry. I'm like, what the fuck did this happen to me? I can't believe this is bullshit. So I contact the other girls. And I get on a group FaceTime with them. And I find out that this girl that he used that he was dating right when I met him, can- Kelly, Kelly, she has cancer, cancer. Kelly is not fucked. She has cancer. Her name is Kelly. And they thought, and all these girls thought that he was faithful to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this cancer Kelly chick. So what was he doing though? Like, if, were they all living in Vegas though? That girl lived in Washington State. So he'd go visit them. So sometimes. life is hard so for her. She lives in Washington and she has cancer. That's a double up. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Why? Zero vitamin D. Up how there. was he? How was he? Like, he was just like like doing. Was he flying, saying he had a job to you? There's a timeline with it. Yeah. So he was dating Cancer Kelly from July. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was with his ex-wife on oh. her birthday. Okay. In June okay. for her birthday, she was in, they were in Vegas. During his ex-wife's birthday. 
he met Cancer Kelly at the same party. Got cancer. Had he met you? No, this oh. is before me. Oh. So we met in September. So he he's with his ex wife at uh at a club in Vegas for her birthday party. It is also Cancer Kelly's birthday party. Oh. It's also her birthday at the same nightclub. They're at a nightclub. He runs into Cancer Kelly and asks for her phone number. So he cheats on his ex-wife. Well, current wife at the time? No, apparently they divorced, but they were still dating. God, yeah. This guy must fuck great. Yeah. So good. Yeah. (laughs) So. (laughs) This is all what it comes down to. If you fuck good, you can You can get away with so much stuff. So then he meets Cancer Kelly, gets her phone number. They start dating. And within like around August, he tells her he wants to have a baby. He's like, I want to have a baby. And she's like, well, I'm on birth control. And my doctors say if I get off birth control, it can make my cancer worse. And he threatens to break up with her. Oh my God. And says, fucked up man. <laughs> yeah. I hate this guy. So I know. He's like, if you don't get off your birth control, I'm going to leave you. Cause oh I want my. a kid. So she gets off her birth control September 19th. Right. She gets off her birth control September 19th. He goes on a date with me September 21st. Oh our first God. date. This guy should, this guy's worse than the guy with the fake gate or the guy. With I know. The insane. So we fuck September 21st, right? I fucked this guy two days after he convinces cancer Kelly to get off her birth control, even though it's going to make her cancer worse so I that she can it. have his baby. The start of this podcast, you're like, well, women, when they go out on date first dates, they can fuck, but not with guys. And then it's like, yeah, I fucked him September 21st. So September 21st, yeah. I fucked him first night. I was like, come yeah. to my hotel room. I wasn't trying to date this Whatever, dude. Whatever, it was Vegas. He yeah, lived yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to marry a dude no. that lives in Vegas or even date a dude that lives in Vegas. When I go on the road sometimes with a comic, it's like, I'll fuck. These are my one my one-nighters, you know? My weekend boyfriend. I don't have sex with him one night. I have sex with him two nights so that I can still say I've never had a one night stand. Okay. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so then we, we, uh, why don't you just fuck at like right before midnight? Just once. Oh, so, so then, then it's two days. Two nights. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him. Got him. Um, so basically fucking, oh, so then what happens is that he, we start dating he stays with Cancer Kelly. I start dating him. He comes. He he drives to L.A. all the time, like every other weekend. We date. We spend Thanksgiving together. He's still dating Cancer Kelly. I had no idea. She's in Washington. Like, I'm I'm dating Jay. Is his name from September on? He keeps dating Cancer Kelly until December. So there's a three month overlap between the two of us. And then he breaks up with her just for no reason. And she's crying and like sad. So I get her on a FaceTime, talk to her. We work through the timeline. We get the ex-wife from Germany who lives in Germany on the phone. (laughs) We're on a group FaceTime. Jay texts me, what are you doing? Out of nowhere. He just, he's like, what are you doing? And I screenshot all of us on the group FaceTime. And he has a mental breakdown. He drives to my house from Vegas in the middle of the night, walks in and threatens to kill himself. And he swallows a bottle of Ambien. He takes a bottle of Ambien. Oh, he, by the way, take the pills out. Or by the way, I'm, the bottle? He just went to the bottle like this. No, 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 this way. No. Oh no! Like, I just love the this. idea of a guy that did, doesn't open it. He just swallows the plastic. Gold. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Ah, fuck! Like fuck! This plastic's not biodegradable. I'm just gonna shit out <laughs> yeah. a giant fuck. It's like a giant butt plug. Yeah, that's me worse than dying. So yeah. So then. So. I'm still on group FaceTime with the other girls when he walks into my door. How long were you talking to these girls? Four <laughs> hours. That's how long it took to get from Vegas to LA. He must have been speeding because he got there in like three. So 
I'm on group FaceTime. He walks in my door and I'm like, oh, I'm on, I'm on the phone with your ex-wife and your ex-girlfriend. And he's like, cool. And he takes this bottle open, dumps it in his mouth on FaceTime with the other girls. I'm still with, I'm in my bedroom on FaceTime with the girls. He swallows a bottle of pills. He starts chewing them. And I'm like, who chews Ambien? <laughs> Jesus. And then I'm like, and this That's- is after your father's? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I'm killing myself. And then I said, good. And then did you really? I did. Oh I was like, God. good. I was like, your kids will be better off without you. Oh, because he has one kid. I was like, he'll be better off without you. From experience, I will tell you, they'll be better off without you. And that's not the answer he was expecting. He thought I was going to be like crying and sad. Of course, yeah. But I was like, no. I was like, I wish my dad would have committed suicide sooner so I didn't have to deal with this bullshit. So I was like, no, die. I don't care. And then Cancer Kelly's on the phone. She's like crying. She's like, no, please don't die. Don't die. Come back. And then the ex-wife is like, oh, not again. Not again. Not again. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, what do you mean not again? They're like, all still on FaceTime. You yes. kept it on. Uh, he's on. What oh. the fuck is your life, dude? <laughs> so the girls are on FaceTime. He's in my bedroom chewing Ambien. And I was like, that's probably not even real Ambien. It's probably vitamin C. Who, who chews Ambien, dude? Nobody. They swallow Ambien. That shit tastes like Advil. So the cancer kelly girl's crying she's like call the police call the police and i was like no i want him to die and then i get annoyed because i'm like fuck if he dies i have witnesses yeah and you that i didn't fill do anything no everything. that i didn't do anything that yeah. i let him die i'm gonna be held liable of his death so i'm like i go to my sister i was like hey call the police he's trying to kill himself and my sister's like all right sounds good we've like we've been through this so many times like it's not it's just like another day <laughs> we're like yeah, yeah another person's having a mental breakdown fucking just another tuesday so I'm like, actually, Mary, don't call the police. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I just said it loud enough so that the fucking chicks on the phone heard me. So then, you know, an hour goes by. He's still awake. Don't you fall asleep like 15 minutes after you take an Ambien? I'm like, how is this dude still awake? So I was like, I was like, it's been an hour. How are you still awake? And he's like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so cold. Dude, this it is wasn't bullshit. Ambien. It was vitamin C, this piece of shit. He faked suicide. Dude, so then what the fuck he sleeps over in my arms i'm like all right well either it is ambien or it's vitamin c i was like either way don't take your clothes off because i don't want to put clothes on a dead body it's like inconvenient for me oh my god <laughs> so i make him fall asleep in clothes so then he wakes up in the morning obviously everything's fine motherfucking lying piece of shit dude so then i'm like this fucking asshole and at this point i'm mad not only for myself but then for all these women that he's Did ruined you fuck him that night yeah, of course. I fucked him the next day. <laughs> of course I fucked this dude. Oh, it gets worse. So then this is how he came to Minnesota. This is how it's all going to tie. It's all going to come. It's all going to fucking wrap back around. So then COVID happens, right? Like a couple days later. This is like March. This stuff's happening like March 10th. This is like five days before the COVID lockdown. I go to Houston because I'm doing a weekend in Houston. I'm, I'm doing a weekend there. And, and then... um. And while I'm in Houston, oh, so his birthday is March 15th. My ex fiance, Pisces. Ex- March 15th, his birthday. <laughs> and he's like, Aren't you going to wish me happy birthday? Aren't you going to wish me happy birthday? And then uh, he like got mad at me because I didn't wish him happy birthday. After all this, all I write back is, I'm pregnant. And then he starts calling me because he wanted to have a kid so bad. He keeps like fucking all these chicks. I never lie, I'm a very honest person. But I was like, I need to teach this dude a lesson. Like my Scorpio-ness, I don't know if you're in the Zodiacs. But like, I'm I, okay, I'm a Scorpio. People who are in the Zodiacs get this, dude. Scorpios were like, 
we're very honest like truth is very important but with revenge is more important so i was like all right gotta get revenge it like supersedes fucking the honesty so i in my head i'm like how can i get the most revenge on this dude and then i was realized okay this guy wants a baby so bad he wants another kid so bad he's doing all these fucked things to all these women because he wants another kid and i was like i'm gonna give it to him and then take it away oh my god so you got you fake pregnancy i bought a fake pregnancy test on amazon that said always positive 500 stars four and a half reviews that's all i know i mean wait 400 <laughs> reviews five and a half star whatever all i know is i'm not the only crazy person in this world so many fucking chicks have done this too so i buy this pregnancy test that says positive and um you show it to him in a text i take a photo of it with my nails it's like very obviously my hand and i was like I'm did you pregnant. try to look pretty in it it was just my nails. Oh, okay. But you wanted to make sure you had a manicure. You probably went yeah, to I did. get a manicure. Yeah, I did. I made sure. I, I put on new press-on nails, and yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm pregnant. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and he's freaking out. He's like, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I love you. Like, we can make this work. And I was like, no. And then I fly to Minnesota because the lockdown, because of COVID. Yeah. Because I thought we were going to run out of food in LA. So I was like, I'll go to Minnesota where there's freezers full of food. And I'm in Minnesota and he freaks out. And so he flies to Minnesota because he wants to be, he wants to see the baby. How many months did you say you were? <laughs> no, I don't know. I didn't say how many months I was. I just oh. said, I'm pregnant. Who knows how, who knows how long I was pregnant? I was like, I'm pregnant. And then he flies to Minnesota to see me. And we like, we're walking in Minnesota and I never realized how racist Minnesota was. Yeah. Cause we would go into grocery stores. They wouldn't let us like get food what yeah dude we would like go you know how, like you order a steak like at the butcher they would just ignore us they wouldn't take our, our order what the hell? it was very racist and i was like wow this place is racist as fuck i didn't realize how racist minnesota was because i never dated a black dude in minnesota and um my family during covid i kept getting in fights with them saying that how racist this place was i was like minnesota's fucking racist i was like you understand racism still exists we would get into these like you're like, if debates. anyone's going to kill him, it's going to be me. <laughs> I get into all these intellectual debates about racism. Yeah. And then George Floyd happened. So like part of me was like, oh, I fucking told you. It was like a little bit of a, yeah. it was like, I told you racism still exists. But then also like, fucking racism exists. Anyway, so point is, is that we're in, I'm in Minnesota. He's flying. We're having this like secret love affair with our baby. Dude, I'm a horrible actor. So I had to keep pretending for like two months that I was pregnant, he would come to see me and he'd put his hand on my stomach. Oh, it's a girl. And I'm like, probably I can feel it too. Dude, it was the biggest lie I've ever lived. Wait, you kept this going for two months? Yeah. Dude, it was revenge. You have to fucking... Luckily, you don't drink. So I guess that, you know, you don't have to really change your lifestyle that much. But so, okay. Wait, so he's... you hear it's crazy? While I was pregnant, quote. You wanted to drink. No. Was, you started doing I, heroin. I think I did drink while I was pregnant. <laughs> I think I, we had some beers. <laughs> and then what's crazy? What's going on right now? So you're pregnant <laughs> for two months. What does he do? So, and then what happened? So, I mean, you, so you're faking this lie. Is he saying like, let's go to a doctor. Let's get the baby checked on. No. Okay. Because COVID, when are we going to go to a doctor? Okay. So then. It's all digital. You either have to, this either ends with a fake uh, miscarriage or an abortion. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I got an abortion quote because you wanted him to know that you ended it yes oh well because we got God. into a fight and it was the perfect time i didn't talk to him for two days yeah because if you waited too long you killed like a five-month-old baby or whatever <laughs> how old was the baby then inside you oh but that you fake months, killed by like two or three months <laughs> oh my god dude this I, is wild bro. i <laughs> 
So you kill you, you kill the you have a mis or you have, I have an, abortion. an abortion. I don't talk to him for two days, and then I was like, I just I was like, I had an abortion yesterday, and then he called me. Did crying. you get money from him? No. <laughs> I was like, it's fine. I took care of it. I'm a I'm a I'm a newly headlining comedian. I got this. Oh my God. <laughs> so I fucking. You know, I get my abortion, and then he's crying on the phone. He's like, I'm sorry I let you down. I just really wanted to make this work. He's sobbing, sobbing, and I'm like, I won. I fucking won. Did you say that? No, I said that Did you finally head. tell him that? You yeah, like a couple him. months ago. Like six months later, I told him. Six months you had him sit on it? Yeah. Dude, you're the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and But he also deserves it. He but did also- deserve it. I called him. Well, no, because we're friends still. <laughs> and so <laughs> we go hiking sometimes i'm friends with every single one of my exes all of them except for like maybe one i'm friends with every single one you live in la right now he moved to la after we after we broke up so then you tell him six months later that you never were pregnant and that you i told him a couple months ago and how did that how do you react i was on the phone and we were like talking about something funny i think because i started dating this new guy and i was talking about my new guy i'm dating to him and i was like hey just by the way like that baby was never real he's like what do you mean i was like no i was like i just wanted you i was like you've lied to all these women and ruin so many people's lives. And I just want you to know what it felt like to base your li- your life on a lie. Oh, my God. This was an episode of Shameless. No, Is it? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this fucking show is bullshit. Um, Wait, so what did he say? He started laughing. He's like, that's funny. I don't know. We laughed about it, and we thought it was funny. Good. Well, yeah. I, get, I mean, guys got a sense of humor. I guess. <laughs> I mean, you got to give it to him. I mean, I dude, mean. if a girl... Made me think I was a father for two months. Oh, oh for, my he god! He thought he was a father for six months, and you knew he wanted it so bad. It was desperation. Oh, the best part is that no, not father for six months. You no, wouldn't have had an abortion at six months. Even his baby mama was in on it because, like, when I was in Minnesota, what about Cancer Kelly? Whatever happened to her? I don't think I told Cancer Kelly. They got back together for a bit. She's not dead though. No, she I lived. Think she's she still survived. Alive. I think she. I don't know. I checked in on her, but they got back together for a couple months. She and he never back. got her pregnant. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Where's this kid this whole time in Vegas? Uh, San Diego. Dude, so this guy ba- is like, yeah. The, the I don't baby know what mama. The, think. the baby is- mama calls me. Okay, so apparently after, so this is what's fucking crazy. After I told him I was pregnant, apparently two weeks later he stopped paying child support to his other baby his child, and the baby mama calls me and she's like, "Hey, I heard you have a kid coming." <laughs> and Jay is no longer paying child support because he said he has other. He has another kid that he has to worry about. So he basically, like, dude, he treated his old kid like it was a new, like it was a car. Like, I'm getting a new car. I don't care about this car anymore. Basically, as soon as he thought. But at that point, you didn't feel like you had to come clean to save the other kid? I told the baby mama. I was like, listen. I was like, that's very fucked up. I was like, you should take him to court. Um, But uh, don't tell him this (laughs) because. But it's a fake baby. (laughs) She's like, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm just trying to teach him a lesson. And then she's like, mm. she's like, yeah, I get you. I was like, so don't, don't tell him it's a fake baby, dude. So like basically his baby mama was in on me having a fake baby. I was like, don't worry. I'm going to abort it in like a month. So he'll get back to chain, paying you child support. I'm sorry about this, but I need to do this for me and all the women. He's fucked over. So the baby mama was like, yeah, I understand. Um, I mean, look, you played a long game there. The fact I that did. you still go hiking with him is bananas. Yeah, we're friends. I could call. He like texted me the other day. Why, why do you want to stay friends with someone like that? That's what my boyfriend says. Doesn't like that I still talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he likes to talk to. I don't think he likes to talk to any of my exes. 
I don't know. Dude, I just don't like like negative energy, like or in the you world. Like the attention. You, you think that's what it, it is? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The validation. I guess. I don't know. I just think I don't it's know. Weird. You see, it's pretty chill that you're like you're like chill about like still being friends with this guy, but then also you do the most like unchill thing by like faking this whole pregnancy, all this well, stuff. Like I, I feel it's like, like it's like equal now. Two, yeah. I feel like I like it's like now we're equal. Yeah. Like can I ask another an eye for an eye? Yes. I'll end with this. Uh-huh. The guy that with the gate. Yeah that you thought was going to murder you uh-huh. did you ever follow up on like who he is no. or any google search amazing you went hiking with him yesterday i didn't ever saw him again no i know i'm kidding this didn't seem worth it he was too ugly if he was hot i would have probably gone back hilarious if he was hot i would fuck a hot serial killer it's like dangerous that is, right it is that's like people girls are like oh i'm gonna not use a condom because i might get an std it's like no i'm gonna fuck a serial killer because i might not get murdered <laughs> that's hot dude <laughs> fuck yeah dude sign me up You'll give him your shoes for sure. Yeah, just take my shoes and just, just pretend like shoes. I died. Yeah, yeah. Just, because you murdered just this pussy. Me for a while. Yeah, you murdered this fucking loose pussy that doesn't have Botox. <laughs> You'll get Botox though. I feel like your career is only going to get better. That pussy is only going to get tighter. <laughs> I really feel that for you. But thank you so much for doing this and being Thanks so honest. Me. And what a fucking roller coaster of a podcast. And uh, yeah, um, are you going on tour at all or you want to promote anything? You just follow me on Instagram, Vanessa V. Johnston. Okay, Vanessa V. Johnston. All the dates are there. All the dates are there. All right, thank you so much for doing it. Thanks for having me, Andrew. It was nice meeting you. All right. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles, everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. You know when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep, you don't know what to do. I don't know what to say, I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet, that's who I am. I'm so wet, wet, I'm so wet, I'm so wet, I'm so, so, so wet. Now come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, 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 everybody now puddles, puddles, everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. Yes, I. Yes, I.